Hey, my name's Allison Hamill, and welcome to Holy Punk, a podcast where I discuss all things punk. In the last episode, I talked about punk fashion and punk fashion designers such as Vivian Westwood and Malcolm McLaren. In today's episode, I will discuss how punk is still alive today and where we can find it. Punk encapsulates many things. Punk can be seen in rock music, graphic design, culture, fashion, a period in time, an attitude, and a set of principles. To some people, punk is dead, but to others, it's all they know. Some might believe punk died a while ago, depending on where you look. To those that punk is a part of their lives, they know punk is still very much thriving in many aspects of our contemporary lives. Punk lives in the Doc Martin shoes almost every teenager owns. It lives in the grunge style people wear, from their black tights to their flannels, to current day rap artists such as JPEG Mafia, and other artists who take influence from punk rock stage performances. Though punk has definitely become more diluted in today's commercial fashion and music, it becomes harder to recognize its origin. As punk has become more mainstream in society, it has become even more diversified, but has not always been acknowledged for what it is, punk. Punk typically is seen as a stereotype, the colorful mohawk, spiked collar, leather jacket, anarchist symbol, black biker gloves, chains, tattoos, that overall bad boy, bad girl look. And while yes, that's still very much punk, if that was solely punk, then yes, it is dead. But punk is embedded in so many different aspects of our contemporary lives, and it often goes unnoticed. From graphic design techniques such as high contrast to collage work, the influence and history of those techniques usually gets forgotten. Punk can be seen influencing many designs and graphic designers, such as American graphic designer David Carson with his designs for his Ray Gun magazine, from his grid-breaking experimental typography and layered distorted photos and collages, which define Carson's aesthetic, which is now considered the defying example of the grunge typography, but originated out of punk. Punk can also be seen in artists such as urban artist Banksy, who creates large-scale street art that combines traits of punk design with contemporary social themes. Graphic design, designs, street art, all have been influenced by punk, along with many others, of course. Punk broadly influences our modern music, even if it's not specifically punk-related. Punk music always emphasizes the use of drums and guitars over bass and synthesizer. That concept laid the foundation for genres such as alternative rock, grunge, etc. One example of this is bands like The Velvet Underground. They influence pop, dance, and radio hits to experiment with catchy, simple melodies. The Velvet Underground influenced artists such as The Smiths, The Clash, The Stooges, who would then go on to influence a plethora of other artists such as The Ramones, Blondie, The Television, and so many others. The Velvet Underground inspired artists with their experimental and avant-garde approach to music. They were also one of the first bands to use explicit lyrics and drug references in their songs, which was highly controversial at the time, but can now be heard in almost every current day song, especially rap artists and rap music. Punk music, having been during the time of the DIY movement, meant that a lot of bands during this time experimented with recording their own songs without any help from recording labels. 
Without the restrictions of a recording label, this led to more creativity and self-expression. As each band had to figure out how to make their sound unique and memorable. Punk rock's DIY ethic has influenced indie and alternative bands to start making their own records instead of relying on labels to help them. Punk's anti-authority characteristics and resistance to society are reflected in mainstream music today as they help to create a culture of rebellion and aggression seen in popular music today. In this YouTube video by Alternative Press, they talk about 20 bands that are keeping punk alive today. Let's listen to a few that they have to talk about. Number five, Disc. Disc are a unique hybrid of Pinkerton-era Weezer, early Joyce Manor, and mid-90s pavement, all encompassed by a Beatles revolver vibe. On their Saddle Creek debut, Collector, Disc revolt against the painful monotony of a daily routine over crumbling guitar arrangements. They resent their desire to have a little loneliness, and on one of the album's heaviest cuts, they slowly build to a squealing mental breakdown on I Wanna Die. Number four, Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Bad Cop, Bad Cop channel the ultra-hooky melodies and crunchy guitars that are staples of the fat record sound, while also interjecting airtight melodies in order to extol the virtues of feminism and inclusion. On 2020's The Ride, Bad Cop, Bad Cop rally for a sense of community, confide fears surrounding a breast cancer diagnosis, and, more than anything, attempt to instill a sense of optimism. Number three, the Lawrence Arms. Somewhere between Bukowski and Bad Religion exists the Lawrence Arms. Celebrating the slacker and the scholar in equal measure, every record the Lawrence Arms have ever released will make you wax romantic for late nights and beer-sweaty back alleys of major cities. Their latest release, Skeleton Coast, further cultivates their unique brand of nihilist wanderlust that blends introspection and intensity in a way that will steer you towards enlightenment while killing a few brain cells along the way. Number two, Jeff Rosenstock. Jeff Rosenstock is the Bob Dylan of DIY and self-doubt. His ability to express the hopelessness of a generation through a lens of self-deprecating dark humor is unmatched by any contemporary songwriter in any genre. On the surprise 2020 release, No Dream, Rosenstock explains the inner turmoil he experiences when buying Nike shoes as a temporary distraction from his anxiety and avoids his own faults by vicariously living through a stranger's photo album in an Airbnb. If you've ever wanted to escape yourself, you most certainly can find solidarity in any of Rosenstock's songs. And number one, Idols. There is a sense of danger and a feeling of celebration in everything idols touch. Confronting toxic masculinity, advocating for empathy, and insisting that enjoying life is the best way to defy oppressors, they spread their message of unity and love through guitars that sound like they're being strangled and a vocal delivery that sounds like a dog barking through a bullhorn. Their 2020 release, Ultramano, further pushes the stylistic limits of their sound while continuing to grow the culture around their ideals. Just like it did during the 60s, punk gave confidence to individuals to speak out about social and political issues and to question the norm. Punk created a community of inclusion and a community for people to rebel together. Whether people classified themselves as punk, punk was a collective group of leftists who cared about the same topics. Topics such as anti-war, civil rights, anti-racism, and so many others. There are still so many groups of people today that still go out and fight against such themes and topics. And behind that is the origin of punk. In the next episode, I'll be discussing ways punk stays alive, which is through its many different subgenres. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see you in the next episode. And don't forget, stay punk. Bye! This is why.